Hello everyone. Welcome to Katha Paper. I am back again with another interesting tale. I believe all of you must have heard the well-known account of Lord Krishna's birth. But how did Lord Krishna depart from earth? He is the supreme god. So does the cycle of life and death and karmic law apply to him also? Let's dive into this today's episode to know a bit about it and about the circumstances that led to Lord Krishna's departure. The Kurukshetra war ended with lot of casualties on the Pandavas side as well as the Kauravas. Although the Pandavas won the war, it didn't feel like victory after seeing the deaths of their cousins, children, relatives and gurus. Injured horses, elephants, damaged chariots, broken weapons and the remains of valiant warriors littered the battlefield on the final day of the conflict. Gandhari entered the battlefield to hold her sons for one last time. She was inconsolable. Lord Krishna and Yudhishthir approached her to express their sympathies and apologies. Gandhari, however, was so distraught at her loss that she glared fiercely at Lord Krishna and shouted, You could have easily stopped this bloodshed with your divine power. You, the Supreme Lord, whom I worship with so much devotion, became the reason for the destruction of my sons. Are you not ashamed of your actions? When Krishna heard this, he softly grinned. Gandhari became angry, hearing Krishna's grin after a horrifying battle. Enraged, she cursed Krishna, saying, If my devotion for you was true, and if I have been true to my husband, then 36 years from today you will die, and Dwarka will be flooded. Your entire Yadava clan will be destroyed the same way you made the Kuru clan fight against each other. Soon after cursing Krishna, Gandhari realized the impact of her curse and fell at Krishna's feet crying. Krishna reassured her that despite her curse, devastation is unavoidable and that eventually both his clan and him must depart from this earth as it is a universal law. Dwaraka prospered for many years under the rule of Lord Krishna, but with time, Gandhari's curse began to manifest itself. The people of Dwaraka were so lost in their blissful existence that they forgot all about conduct, moral values and culture. Once, the great sages Vishwamitra, Durvasa and Vashishta visited Dwaraka to meet Lord Krishna. A few Yadava boys who saw the sages decided to play a prank on them in order to test their powers. They dressed Samba, the son of Krishna, as a pregnant woman and approached the sages. They asked the sages to predict the gender of the child. The sages, with the spiritual prowess, became aware of the truth and got angry. Because Samva, saying that the heir of Krishna would deliver a lump of iron and would be the reason for the destruction of Yadavas. Although the boys were startled by the curse, they laughed it off due to their arrogance and walked away. However, the curse turned out to be true and soon Samva delivered a lump of iron. The boys became alarmed and recalled the sages' words that it may lead to discretion of their clan. They rushed to Akrura and Ubrasena, who along with the boys went to Krishna and narrated the whole story to him. Akrura ordered them to grind the lump to a fine powder and throw them into the sea. Krishna smiled knowing that the time has come for Gandhari's curse to turn into reality and Samba is merely a channel through which the destruction will unfold. Friends, 36 years ago, Krishna had prayed to Shiva for a son like him and was blessed with Samva. Do you get it? Mahadev is the god of destruction 
and a son like him meant someone who will bring in the destruction. The boys quickly crushed the iron and turned it into fine dust, leaving behind only one difficult to grind triangular piece. They threw the dust and the triangular piece into the sea and happily walked back to their blissful lives, believing that they averted destruction. The wheels of time slowly started turning and soon it was time for the final lap. The triangular bit of iron was swallowed by a fish, which a hunter by the name Jara later captured. He extracted the chunk from the fish and turned it into a lethal arrow. Meanwhile, the iron powder washed up on the coast and the peculiar grass began to grow from it. One day, the Yadavas met on the beach and got drunk. They lost all sense of reality and began making fun of one another by bringing up their past transgressions and their involvement in the Kurukshetra war. The fight began when Satyaki, who fought for the Pandavas, and Kritavarma, who fought for the Kauravas, reminded one another of their heinous deeds. Satyaki, who got furious, attacked Kritivarma and severed his head. As a result, France of Kritivarma joined the conflict. Pratyumna, the innocent son of Krishna, also perished in the fight. As they had come to beach for leisure, they didn't carry any weapons. So they used the tall grass formed from the fine dust with sharp blades and used it as a weapon. Eventually, the Yadavas started falling one by one and got killed by their own clan. Daruka, Krishna charioteer, notified Krishna of the death of the Yadavas as well as Balarama's disappearance. Daruka was instructed by Krishna to depart for Hastinapur right away, notify Yudhishthir of the massacre and bring Arjuna. While waiting, Krishna went to see Balarama who was engrossed in meditation. Krishna saw a long serpent emerging from his mouth and reaching to the sky, indicating Balarama's soul leaving his body who later joined Lord Vishnu at his celestial abode. Lord Krishna knew it was time for him also to leave the mortal world and remembered the curse of Durvasa. So friends, it's said that one day Krishna was rubbing Kheer on the body of say Durvasa and he missed rubbing his feet. The reason being Durvasa's feet was planted on the ground. Durvasa got angry and said that Krishna missed rubbing his feet so his death will also happen due to his feet. Back to our story, Krishna entered a forest and went into Yoga Samadhi under a tree. A hunter named Jara mistook Lord Krishna's moving feet for a deer and shot a lethal arrow that pierced Lord Krishna's feet. He rushed to the spot and was shocked to see Krishna in an injured state. Horrified by his actions, he begged Krishna for forgiveness. Krishna consoled him by saying that he did not be distressed as karma was doing its part. He told him that in Treta Yuga, Rama killed Vali from behind and now Jara, who was Vali in the last life, have made things right and his passing was anticipated to relieve the karmic burden. When Daruka informed Pandavas of the massacre and departure of Lord Krishna and Balarama, they were overwhelmed with grief. They realized that Dwaraka will soon be flooded in seven days and sent Arjuna to Dwaraka to evacuate his subjects and bring them to Indraprastha. He also performed the last rites for Krishna and his clan. Friends, Dwapar Yuk came to an end with the demise of Lord Krishna, and his demise also marks the first day of Kaliyug. So, that's about it for today, friends. See you next time. Bye.